0: My name is Cody Ziderveen, and I am one of the uh, campus ministers here serving with CM at Grand Valley. Normally, I'm downtown uh, worshiping in that community there, but I'm so excited to be out here in Allendale tonight. Uh, my family had to head home a little bit early tonight, uh, so if you're part of this community, I'll introduce you real quick to them. Uh, it's my wife Jessica on the end. Uh, My son, Hudson, who is in the uh, GVSU graduating class of 2038. Uh, Yeah, going strong. Laker for a lifetime, right from the start. Uh, And then my other son, Otto, is a year and a half, and he's not thinking about college yet, so uh, that's the way we go with that. But it is so good to be here tonight to celebrate with you the love of God that he has for us which is a huge thing to celebrate, and what a privilege it is that we get to do that. So one thing you should know about me as we dive into this topic is that I do not drink a lot of water. I just don't. I don't know if it's my job or who I am, uh, but when I'm sitting in the office or when I'm meeting with students, uh, if this bottle started this way at uh, at the beginning of the day, it would end up just about here at the end of it. Once in a while, take a little sip. I'm good. I'm ready to roll. (laughs) And that's about it until I need it. Until I need it. So if I go out one day for my, let's say my annual jog, or if I (laughs) challenge somebody to a tennis match, or if I Uh, head over to the rec center for a round of racquetball, and I get there, and I come out, and I'm just like dying. I'm sucking air, and I grab the nearest bottle, and I I can't drink it fast enough, right? You know how that goes. You've all been there. If you don't need the water, you don't find it that satisfying, right? If you don't need the water, it's not going to satisfy you. But when you get there, when you find that you need it, when you find that there's nothing out that will meet that which you're thirsting, you seek it earnestly. You desire it. You chase after it. You go after it. And this is the idea. The more you feel like you need water the more you're going to find your satisfaction in it. The need dictates the desire, which is where we arrive and how we arrive at our psalm that we're going to be studying tonight, Psalm 63. And I invite you actually tonight, just close your eyes when we read this psalm and hear the words of the psalmist David spoken Over you from Psalm 63, a psalm of David when he was in the desert of Judah. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my body longs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The author of this psalm, David, was in a desert place. Quite literally, David was in the middle of a desert. And there's some debate about this, but scholars say either he was running from his predecessor, King Saul, into the desert of Judah, or he was running from his son Absalom, who was trying to take over the throne and take his life with it. And so David flees out into the desert, and he gets there, and he starts thinking about it, and he writes this psalm. Why? Because David is desperate for water. He's in a desert place. His his body is longing for a drink. But even more than that, there's a desert within David. He's feeling emotionally and spiritually dry. And so when he arrives in this physical desert space and he cries out to God, you'll notice his need for water illustrates his need for God. Namely, God, I am so dry. I am so in need of you like one who is in a desert. I need you, God, and my body and my soul yearns for you. And so earnestly I seek you. Now, why would David seek for God in a time like this? Well, go back to the principle we just talked about. When you need something, you yearn for it. You satisfy, you find your satisfaction in it. You desire it. You earnestly seek it. When it's water, you search for that and you find it. And the reason you know it's going to satisfy is because it does time after time after time after time. Every time I've been thirsty... Water is satisfied. So when David is thinking about that, when he's thinking about that principle and that truth, he's looking back and he's thinking, every time I've thirsted after God, I've been satisfied. And so he says, God, I have seen you in the sanctuary. I have beheld your glory and your power. And so he starts out the psalm, God, you are my God. In other words, God, I have experienced you. You have come to me, and so I'm turning to you. I'm coming after you because I know when we're together, I'm satisfied. All that I'm searching for is fulfilled in you and the reason being because only God can satisfy the thirst of our hearts. So here's David heading out into the desert, running for his life, and he's in need of just about everything. And when he gets there and he takes a moment to reflect, he asks for one thing and one thing only, and it's not victory, it's not deliverance, it's not a well of water, it's not an army, Now when David gets to his greatest point of need, he asks for God alone because he is the one who will satisfy as in a desert land, as in a dry place, but he doesn't want to just know God, right? He doesn't want to just know him. No, he wants to experience him. He wants to be satisfied in him. He wants to be refreshed By him, and so he yearns after him, he seeks after him earnestly, desperately, looking for God. Do you feel that need tonight? Here on the home stretch of the semester, I suspect so. Right? We're getting to that point of you know, the third group project, still with a terrible group, however, that happens. (laughs) And you're getting there, and you're trying to make your way to the finish line. And you're pushing, but you're worn out, right? You're tired. You're weary. And in the midst of that space, in the midst of this space tonight, we come and we hear the words of Christ when he says, Are you tired? Then come to me. Get away with me. And I will give you rest. Or as he says in John 4 when we arrive there, He turns to a woman at a well who's drawing water for herself, and and he asks her if he can get a drink. She says, sir, how will you get a drink? You don't have a pail, and the well is deep. He replied to her, if you knew who it was that was asking you for a drink, you would have asked me, and this is what he says, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. That The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. In other words, as Jesus turns to her and says, You're asking where I'm going to get the water. I am the water. My spirit is the one that will fill you up in a way that you will never run dry. My spirit is the one that will come to you and change everything, including your thirst, what you desire most for, including that, I'm enough. Because in so doing, in drinking of the water that Christ offers, you will be satisfied at your very core, at who you are. Because in Christ we find one whose love is better than life. As the psalmist tells us, that's what he's looking for, right? That's what the psalmist is yearning for and desiring for and seeking after, a love that is better than life. Because our bodies thirst when they're not yet fully satisfied with water, and so too our souls thirst when they're not yet fully satisfied with God. No, the psalmist does not have everything figured out. He's not in that perfect place of just bliss day in and day out with God. He hasn't arrived. No, we know that because you desire water when you're thirsty. You desire God when you feel the need for him. And so the psalmist cries out, God, I need you. I'm thirsting for you. He wanted to taste the water of life. only we knew God like that, if only we desired God like that, because so much of our life is spent sipping on other things so that our souls can keep from thirsting, so we're going to step back and think about that, because for many of you, that might be grades, Right, And so you stay up, for many of you, maybe not, but for some of you, it might be grades. And so you're, you're going towards the end of the semester and you're staying up late at night and getting up early in the morning and you're trying, 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 and you're pressing, pressing, pressing so that when that grade comes back and there's an A on the top of it, you take a sip. You're satisfied until you're not. That was my story. Uh, fresh into the Fred Myers Honors College and studying hard, and finding—I see—I see some Fred Myers in here, yeah. Uh, and so I was thirsting after that, and I was going hard. And in my first major project in the Fred Myers Honors College, I'm sitting there with eager anticipation, and the paper comes back, and on the top is a bright red, forty-seven percent. Hey. Yeah. That's, thank you. I did not, I, I didn't even know you could do that badly. Uh, and there I was. There I was, one who had found my identity in my grades. And I'll tell you right now, if you haven't had a 47%, that is not great on the identity, turns out. But for some of you, it might be something else entirely. Maybe it's relationships. So, you pour all of your energy and all of your being into who you are when you're with other people. So, night after night after night after night, you're going hard to be that friend that they think you are or to be that person that they think you are. Until one night they don't show up or they walk away. You're thirsty. And you're looking for something that will satisfy. We've all been there, whether it's the internship, the promotion, the funding, the degree, the program. All of these things we're looking for, one after the next, hoping that it will satisfy our thirst. Hoping that it will just take the edge off for a little while. But then we find, as we go further and further, that all the fame and all the wealth and all the grades and all the jobs and all the everything else still leaves us thirsty, still leaves us looking for something else. And that reason is that none of those things can satisfy. None of them were meant to satisfy. Just like when you're thirsty, you need a drink. When your soul is thirsty, you need God. Because his love is better than life. I love the way that C.S. Lewis says it when he says, He who has God and everything else has no more than he who has God only. And what Lewis is saying is if you have God only, you have everything. If you have God only, there's nothing more to add to it. All the other stuff is just overflow. You're full. It's good. Yes, it's good. It's great. It's worth celebrating, but it's overflow. Your thirst has been quenched when you drink deeply of the love of God because that love is better than, greater than, more precious than all these other things in life. So don't be content until you taste and drink deeply of the love of God. Because it's that love that fills us up and it's this discontentment, this holy discontentment that keeps us searching, that keeps us yearning, that keeps us looking for more. So don't be content. Don't be content with anything else. Keep looking, keep pressing, keep thirsting for more of it as one who desperately needs a drink. If you are a campus ministry student leader here tonight, would you raise your hand? All the rest of you, hey, there's a lot of them, there's a lot of them. All the rest of you, look around you. Look around you. These hands are ones that have thirsted after God. And are still thirsty. And you guys can put them down. <laughs> They're still thirsty. They don't have the answers. They don't have the answers to give to you to make everything right. But they know where to find water. So if you're here tonight and you're thinking, I know this thirst, but I just don't know what to do with it. I've tried all these other things. Just grab one of these guys after Just ask them to go meet you for coffee or a glass of water if you want. (laughs) And when you're there, ask them. Just say to them, I'm so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. And they're going to tell you. Hey, they're going to tell you. There is nothing in this life that satisfies that. There is nothing on this campus that satisfies that. There's nothing that you've been looking for that's going to satisfy that if you haven't looked to God and His love that's better than all of it. So ask them about it, and they'll tell you. Because this is where we find ourselves tonight. Just a bunch of thirsty folks. (laughs) Just a bunch of thirsty friends, right? Right? Looking for water. And I want to give you one more picture as you think about this. I want to give you one more picture to wrap your mind around because here we are in this long list of people, right, this long list. If we think about it over here as if we're thinking about Jesus, right, and he's standing by a well and he's saying, hey. I am the living water. And right over here, we have that Samaritan woman who's met him at the well, and she's saying, hey, friends, I found the living water. And then if we keep walking down a little bit further, we hear one in town who says, did you guys hear that? I just heard about living water. And so we keep going back further and further until we find somebody like freshman Cody Zeiderveen who's standing there glassy-eyed with his 47% saying, wait a second. Did I just hear there's something better over there? Did I just hear there's something that's going to satisfy more than this? All because all along the way, somebody who's further along looked back and said, I found something up here. Come on. And that's what our life as a Christian, that's what our life as disciples of Jesus Christ is about. If If you're further up, look back. Say, I found something up here. I found it. It's it's here. Everything I've been thirsting for is satisfied in Him. And if you're way back here, just give it a listen. There's folks that have found it, and they're yelling out. At least they're going to be tonight. And listen to them. Because they've found it, and they've called back, and you've heard forward. Now start walking to the well, because the greater the need, the deeper the desire, the more earnest the search, the more satisfying God is when we find him there in our deepest need. So don't be content until you drink deeply of the life-changing love of God. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord God, I just desire for this to be felt so deeply tonight for these students, God, that they would know in their heart that all these other things, even the best of them, are nothing in light of your glory, in light of your love. So God, I pray that you would pour out your spirit on us tonight that we could drink deeply So we say, God, tonight that you, God, are our God. Earnestly we seek you, we thirst for you. Our whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water because we've seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, our lips will glorify you. We will praise you as long as we live. And in your name, we will lift up our hands. Amen. Let's do exactly that together tonight.